1: Yeah. Hello and good evening to, and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name's Conway Duff and I will be your host this evening. I'd usually say I'm delighted to be your host, but it may be a bit of a tough old pod. I'm feeling a wee bit down, as you can imagine. Here to help pick myself back up um, after... Uh, a frustrating old from defeat in more ways than one Some of it, um, the frustrations are labelled at Rangers Some of the frustrations are labelled elsewhere But we won't get into that First of all, joining us from the continent, Dave AT How are you, my friend? Yeah, it's actually quite good Not bad
0: in any way uh, Just go on with it And just remember the word No Surrender
1: that's uh, so, and um, we'll just need to keep on reminding ourselves um, of that phrase all the way through tonight. Also joining us tonight, Mark, how are you, my
3: man? Disappointed, That's probably all are, but hey-ho, let's discuss the ups, the the downs, and the controversial, and the cheating. Aye, <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, that's, um, I, I'll, I'll, I will i will Mark my, my flag to the mass with that. Um controversy is putting it lightly. Clancy's had a fucking shocker. Um there's um there's poor refs and then there's um I just outright absolute shit sorry man. It really is, but we will come to that. I don't want to spoil the listeners too early. Last but not least, dvP P. How are you, mate?
4: I good going. Yeah, obviously we had a, <clears throat> it was a end to end affair yesterday. You know, and it's probably as well as we've played at, at their midden for uh, some time. You know, We were well in the contest, but for uh, a couple of suicidal moments, I think we could have got out of there with a really good result. But uh, as Mark says, a wee bit disappointed at the end, frustrated, as you said. So, but <clears throat> there's uh, all to play for here. You know, We knew the league was gone anyway, so all they have done is pretty much uh, brought the shutter down on it. Uh, but we, uh, we've we obviously got a, now got a, a huge match at the end of the month, but I'm sure we'll get to yeah. that in due course.
1: We absolutely will, and there is quite a lot um, uh, kind of themes to talk about tonight, um, And so we're not going to run it down a play-by-play, minute-by-minute, but we've probably got to talk about the bigger themes as we go through the game. Last but not least, hello to all the listeners for tuning in and watching. I know um, when you're Easter Sunday, you've probably um, got plenty of plans on, so I do appreciate everybody, particularly uh, watching live on YouTube, Um, and I can see quite a lot of our our members um, joining as well, so really do appreciate you all joining in. As always, get your comments, your questions in the chat, and we'll run through them too. So, David T, I think Mark uh, put it it perfectly. um, It's a game of highs, lows, and the controversial... (laughs) I suppose let's start talking about some of the positives. Um, up until the first um, goal, that wasn't. I actually thought Rangers started the game fairly well yesterday. Um, what what we spoke about on on Thursday was we needed Rangers to come out the traps and no going to the shell, no sit 10 men behind the ball and come out with a bit of aggression, particularly in the midfield. And I I, I think we got that. I'm not going to say they dominated the first half. They, they really didn't. But I thought they gave a good account of themselves and two players in particular, Campwell and Rash, and I quite enjoyed. Yeah, played well. Um, unfortunately, we a few bad players for, uh, as well. But um, no, the one thing that, that, that
0: pointed out, if, if we... The way we started with Geo, we were just we just collapsed straight away, and we were, I mean, I think we were three 0 down by, by twenty minutes, and, and certainly never looked that way, uh, anything that way. I, I think we gave as good as we got, and it gives them for the cup final when it's 50-50 support, and uh, hopefully a decent referee, uh, because the ref, that that referee should never ever referee a Rangers game
1: again. Don't, don't you worry, there's a special 10-minute segment titled Clancy's a Wanker coming right up. Um, don't you worry, we won't miss with that. But on Just Rangers... 10 minutes?
3: we <laughs> need more than that.
1: <laughs> but Mark, what was your thoughts on how Rangers started the game? do you share my, my optimism we have be seeing in the first 20-30 minutes?
3: I think we were all saying that we were wanting Rangers to come out and get in their faces. And that's exactly what they did. And they were. They, it, it was looking a good game to start with. And I don't want to go too far into the whole situation that happened. We'll get into each individually, as you said. But I was overall pleased with the whole team. There were certain things in it that I was disappointed in. And there was just one... Real thing that got right up my nose, and obviously, we'll talk about that one player uh, that really never turned up at all. And it's still the first time he's done that, and it's time for him to leave Rangers. Aye, and I think um, long term
1: listeners or um YouTube growers or will know who we're talking about Ryan Kent had a bit of a shocker yesterday. Um Davy P, the, the last word on you um for the kind of midfield, uh, what was your thoughts on Malik Dillman? Um I think uh it's probably I don't think he was amazing yesterday. He does have a bit of Joe Rebo's he, he doesn't always turn up in the old fun games, but In terms of Mm -hmm. when we look at the positive zone in the semi-final, I think that's midfield three or four, whatever you want to say, of Jack, Rash and Camwell and Tillman. I I think we've seen enough for them that they they can gel and actually maybe build a bit of fluidity and uh, maybe what we need in the middle of the park.
4: I thought Malik was was okay. I mean, he got on the ball a few times, you're looking up to make it burst through, you know, get into their box. He never quite managed it. It seemed to be, obviously they had uh, done their homework, you know, they, they were targeting him. As soon as he uh, looked like he was uh, on the move, they, they zoomed in on him. So, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, obviously he's he's only had a couple of goes at this fixture and it must have been a, a, a tough gig for him, but I thought he did, he did okay. He was not fantastic. I probably wanted a wee bit more. I wanted a wee bit more round about their box because most of the time we was get the ball was was kind of centre circle round about that area. So I just wanted them a wee bit further up the park. But obviously we were in a kind of very even contest. So it was kind of to and froin for for most of the first half. Uh I was I would like to have seen us get up the park a wee bit more. But hey ho, we uh, we got to, you know, to half-time at one each, and I thought we could have pushed on a wee bit more in the second half, but ultimately, you know, I would say it probably passed marks, but no more than that for part, for Malik yesterday. Uh,
1: it's probably fair enough, but what I think I would say is we've we seen a stark difference for the cup final in the middle of the park, where football players looked as if they could run. Um, I think David Thompson's been saying it for about a year and a half, mean John Lonson looks as if he's uh, towing a cart. Um, and he really did look like really that in the final. But what was really different was we did have players darting about and we, we had a bit of a shape and we moved the ball with purpose as well. So I think that was the biggest difference for me. And I'll take that point. Tillman wasn't terrific, but I think he did add to that fluidity that we had in the middle of the park. So, David, I'm glad to come with you. Um it's, this really should have been, um, probably me giving a bit of an apology to Alfredo Morelos because I've been a bit of a critic on his finishing over the last, um, oh, fuck, since he's joined Rangers, he's never, he's never been prolific. Um, but the, you know, th- this should have been the game turning on its head. So Rangers force a corner for Celtic and again, Rangers are in the ascendancy. But Celtic did have a goal chopped off, but it was, correctly chopped off by an offside call but Rangers force a corner it's a terrific delivery from Borna Barisic and Morelos is tossing with, um, that the right back Johnson and Johnson is grabbing his shot. Morelos does a wee push back and it's, it's a very un-Morelos like finish um, to put Rangers 1-0 up but Clancy calls for the foul um, because of the push what well, dare I ask what was your thoughts on this? No, it
0: was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. The is it, it, it? was actually Johnson that had Alfie's shirt. Alfie was just trying to free himself, and the ball the ball came over, and obviously Johnson thought, "Uh, I'm not going to get that," and he dived. He actually see him dive into the floor, and it was actually ridiculous. But do you know something? I I was reading um another website uh, yesterday and there's a guy he's on he's on quite a few websites for sister and he said says Clancy I'm not really that worried about but the Nick Walsh is on far that really frightens me and that's uh, that that's when I, I mean why I can imagine Clancy getting that wrong actually but how the heck can far Get that wrong? How it's not possible. They they should be looking at they they done it also done it so quickly the, there's no chance that they were looking at different angles because it, it was just a a spontaneous. uh oh, it's, it's it's no goal. So there's no chance that they looked at that uh, right. Absolutely no chance. And as I say, that's four of one He said that right away. Nick Walsh on fire. That really frightens me. And, yeah, it turned out that way because uh, there was a, a number of deci- decisions. You'll probably, I don't know, whether you're going to, you've got the Morelos header that um, that, that came off Jack. I don't know whether you've got that one on now. Well,
1: listen, we're not going to go back and forth with the refs. I mean, we're just got to, uh, we're talking about it all and That was another terrible decision, Davey. um Morelos... <laughs> uh, he was being filled more than what he'd done in Alistair Johnson and he, if that's how they're going to officiate the game, Marello should have been given a penalty. He should have. Yeah.
0: He, he should, I mean, I don't know where you've, 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 you've I, I, I slowed it down. His shirt's actually turned round. The back of his shirt's actually round to the front. It's actually, his whole midriff is bare. How how the heck can, can a referee miss that and how can Farr miss that? It, it, it's absolutely shocking whether... I, I hate these conspiracy things, but there's no getting away from it. Happens too often with Clancy that there there, there must be something. I don't know whether he's just frightened because of fifty thousand of the agents there, but um, the yeah, he's he's definitely. I mean, let's face it; they've get they've get the referees the way they want them. They're, they're frightened to they to make decisions in, in other teams' favour.
1: And that's a, a real good point. This isn't a like we've seen in the build up this week, um, that every no even every player that used to play for Celtic, if you've dunno if if you've heard the Celtic and um any sort of allegiance towards them, they've been rolled out in front of the Daily Record and the sun saying that and, there's a conspiracy against Celtic and the referees are got a ball to it, blah, blah, blah. And the sole purpose of this, and that isn't just this, it's been happening for about 15, 20 years. Celtic trying to put the pressure on referees. And I don't think there is a conspiracy. I think it's just, I think it's just incompetent referees. Pondo said it beautifully there. Um, it some up my uh, my thoughts on it. VAR isn't a problem. It's the balls operating it. Curry, I'll, I'll come to you. Um Listening to Heart and Hands uh, post match reaction, I'm, I'm a big fan of Andy McGowan for that. And when when he was asked why was um, what was Nick Walsh thinking, he said Nick Walsh was also thinking if I if I get this call wrong, I'm going to get hell for the rest of the year. Um, and I think that does come into play. Like it's an easy decision to give Rangers a uh, to give Celtic the fill there. They
3: shattered. They absolutely shattered. There was no way that. Well, put it this way: when you've got Andy Walker turning around saying it was never a foul, it says absolutely everything. I'm not a conspiracy theorist in any way, shape, or form. The refereeing standard in Scottish football is a disgrace, and VAR does work; it works fine. It's the as Pondo said and half the chat said as well, it's the Muppets that are in charge. Yet. Davis said something there as well that caught me. They took about fifteen seconds to decide that was a foul. There's no way they, they looked at that properly. They come across and turn around and say mm, that's no foul. Or even what they should have said was, Listen, come and have a look at this. It might be a piss, but we can't tell. Come and have a look. Nothing. And then the other one that Davy spoke about is when Morelis was getting his shirt pulled by that Johnson again. And there wasn't even a VAR check. So I don't know what's going on. It's just... They're just shite. That's that. That's it. They're just shite.
1: And, and I want to point out, mate, like... in. Time and time again on this point, like Rangers can win can two and nothing at home or we'll draw, it doesn't matter. We always have something to say about the referees because this isn't a new thing. This it's not any... even just against Rangers, mate. Aye, it's other, it's it's other no clubs as Rangers. well
3: that's going through mm-hmm. this. But, but if they're going to, to say, Oh, the referees are bright because they're getting the decisions, well, they're just been hypocrites. You can't you, you, you call it out as it is. The fishing is shite, but we, we've been all been saying for years and years that it should be brought in and be made professional. It should be their only job is to do that. They need to start bringing in younger guys that know football or have played football that obviously maybe not be good enough to actually play for a for a football team that know the rules. Now, one of the rules I'm not too sure about in their second goal, when Davies kicks it, it hits. Uh, is it? I can't remember that guy's name. It it hits, his arm. hits his arm. A, hits uh, his arm. Right. It bounces over. and scores. Now, as far as I knew, that if an arm or a hand was used in a lead-up to any goal, it was chopped off. But I heard. I was. I, I had to watch. Oh, I hate this. I had to watch bloody BBC. To have a, a, a look at the highlights and funny boys. Which you call them? Michael Stewart. No. X rangers player, Wait, it's McCann, McCann, the, the rules have been changed now. I didn't know that. So obviously, that, that's that's nothing now. But that taking that away, the consistency, the decisions were all absolutely shocking. And as Davey says, it's no that that guy shouldn't be refereeing a Rangers game or an old firm. He shouldn't be allowed in a football pitch again. He shouldn't even be allowed to be there under 14s. That's how bad he is. And the the idiots in the, the VAR as well. Needs, they need need to get sanctioned. They need to be punished for making major mistakes like that. If they keep on doing it, they're going. If they get away with it, they're going to keep on doing it. So they, there has to be something in place where referees need to do the same as players. And if something happens, they need to tell everybody what they what's going through their head. Now I I don't know if. Uh, I'm banned off Twitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why? Why am I no surprised? There's a surprise, eh? Uh, but I have seen somebody. Somebody said in their chat that uh, I think it was Rangers have sent an appeal to find out about that decision. So whether or anything will come to that, which I'm very much doubt. It's not going to get us the game back, but no. it wasn't. But. It wasn't just the decisions that lost us the game, but it certainly didn't help. It, it cost us a draw, but it didn't cost us the loss. Definitely, and I uh, just um, you know, we've
1: we'll get David's thoughts on it. But Rangers only getting a bye for the <laughs> result yesterday, but um, like just David, bring that, bring you in. Um, what like Davy P? Sorry, bring you in in the last point. I think Mark's made a, a really good point there, but there's no consequence at any. At any level, at any workplace. If you're not performing well in your job, there's a consequence for it. That isn't that. There's no the performance management in the SPFL, and this isn't for people who lose their jobs. This is to get people to be better at their jobs. But there's nothing. You get to the top fight, you have a shiter, You go down to the championship for two weeks until everybody forgets about it, then you get brought back up. Um, it's the biggest thing I can say. I'm not really surprised that um, we've we, we've seen these type of decisions yesterday.
4: Well, I would have thought, I mean, I don't really know how long it took for them to, to do the VAR check because, I mean, if it's taken 10, 15 seconds, then, then no VAR check is taking place, which essentially means that Nick Walsh has agreed with Clancy's decision. So the, he hasn't reviewed anything. You can't review anything in 15 seconds. Just just can't happen. What I would like to know, and from and I hope Rangers ask, is was it reviewed? And, and what so if it was reviewed, then they actually looked at video of of the the situation and then decided that it was a free kick. And because I don't think you you can't review the video in, in that in that space of time. So it's I think Alfredo was just too strong for him because the two of the players you know there was a bit of a jostling about, and Alfredo was too strong for him. He made, and I think Chris Boy just summed it all up when. Uh, it, post-match and saying it was just completely embarrassing. I think it was at half-time. He says it's embarrassing, and, and that's pretty much... I think these decisions can go for you and go against you. Uh, Clancy is, is, I would say, probably there are some incompetent referees, and, and we seem to be, a, and, and we get our fair share of them. I think Clancy is the only one who I would say is a cheat, because they, it's just there's too many decisions over, over a long period of time where we never seem to get the benefit of any of them, it's always at, at, at Rangers' cost. Does he make big decisions? And uh, this is just the latest. So I think Rangers then need to ask questions. You know, and and, and what what exactly happened when you know when that decision was made? He give the free kick. So I would have thought that Clancy would have uh, just but gave the goal and then had VAR review it because I think that would have been an easier way to do it because he had to be pretty sure and, and no review of what we've seen, whereas it's, it's clear cut as to what that decision should have been. He should have he should have reviewed that. And if Nick Walsh hasn't reviewed it, and it looks like he hasn't in the length of time that he, he's done it, then he isn't doing his job. So something's let us down there. So I think Rangers would be quite uh, within their rights to ask the question, what exactly happened? I would, I would like to know personally.
1: Yeah, and just to recap that. What Rangers have done, they have written to the SFA, waiting for justification on what the rationale was behind the decision. Um, and again, I'll that, be honest with I think it's that what the board do and don't do. I think that's probably a, a different pod where we can spend an hour or two hours. I think they're, they're trying to show um, the fans that they're, um, hi, they're, they're trying to be a wee bit more vocal. Uh, David, you got to come in before we move on. Yeah, just before, yeah, you'd you... Don't, you would go on
0: to another subject. Um, what about uh, Callum McGregor getting licensed, Scott Brown's license to kill? It Come, comes with
1: being uh, Celtic captain, you fucking get that while be murdered, didn't you? Yeah, that's. I mean, he should have. When he pulled
0: down, um, was it Was it R- Raskin? Raskin got away from him, he pulled him down without even trying to get the ball, because it would have set Rangers up with a good attack. He pulled him down. Referee plays on. It McGregor had about uh, no. He must have had about twenty fouls that you would normally get booked for over the game, and he just seemed to no. Yeah, one yellow card. He got McGregor should have been off the field before half time.
1: I and again, it's probably like a lot of the the listeners and the comments are saying it's a lack of consistency. But again, that's you know no it's just fucking sweep under the carpet, but it's. You could you could take a snippet of the majority of our pods this season and just you know copy and paste like lack of consistency, lack lack of lack of competent officiating. This isn't a new thing, and that's um, you know I, I don't know if that makes it easier or more frustrating, but. Um, Mark, I'll come to you in the next point. Um, obviously, Rangers then go 1 nil down, and obviously, like when that galvanised Celtic a wee bit, they did come back in there and yeah, they got the crowd behind them when the goal got chopped off. And I'll not spend too much time on um, Celtic show because they want to come out of your defence later on in the pod in general, um, but Rangers concede that goal. That we concede every game against Celtic, time and time again, which is frustrating, but we will come to the centre halfs later on. Before half time, though, James Tavenier steps up to make it one each. It's a beautiful free kick, um, underside of the bar. Um, and I probably just want to talk about Tavernier, get all your thoughts on Tavernier because I personally thought he had a decent game yesterday so he popped up with his 99th and 100th goal Just I've seen mixed um, opinions on on Twitter and social media, I'll start with you Mark what was your thoughts on the captain yesterday?
3: You're asking the guy that can't stand Tavernier that question, really? Aye, get the bad one out of the way first (laughs) Uh... Uh, That that free kick was absolutely (laughs) sublime. Absolutely perfect. Uh, I I thought Tav could have done more in the game, but I'm I'm not going to slag him off Uh, the two goals. uh, He was doing what our centre-forward should be doing, and that's, that's where we're falling down. I was looking at the stats on the goal difference, and we're I think near enough. To, I think it's nineteen goals their difference. In fact, it's a lot more than that. Sorry, I think it's about twenty nine a goal difference. I think that says where we're letting ourselves down. Uh, Morelos was all oh, but the goal in that. I don't think he had a good game. Uh, he had two perfect chances. Both of them were straight at the keeper. Uh, I say. Before the game, I didn't want Sakala coming on as a sub. I would have preferred to have seen Sakala come on and Tomin coming on as a sub because I thought he would have offered more, especially to me in the last maybe twenty twenty five minutes. Because Sakala doesn't do well coming on as a sub, and he never he never done a thing really. Uh, so I can't I can't see anything bad about Tavernier, which is unusual for me. I thought he had a, a really good game. But he never had a brilliant game. But his his free kick was brilliant. That was a worldie. And his second goal, that was a striker's goal, that header. Down onto the ground. Left him my heart with no chance. So c I can't I can't I can't say anything bad about him. Uh if you played like that every week, I I would be a happy man. Aye. David i I'll bring you in that because
1: that's a good point. Um I thought Tavernier, it, it, it I he it was it didn't set the head of a but I thought he was it was decent and I think he was maybe like, doing a wee bit way uh, the team um in terms of the f stickers up front and the defenders, but I thought that's uh I know Tavernier does have his faults, um but in terms of why I think what he offers as a captain and I know that's a completely different um conversation is he does try and step up and take the game with his trough of the neck and I thought he'd done that on both occasions with his goals um he tried to lead the Rangers back in the game. What was your thoughts on him yesterday, David P?
4: I thought Tavanier was excellent yesterday. I really did. I thought he was uh, leading by example. He was very vocal, which uh, Tav is, I think, when obviously when Goldson's not there, he's got the opportunity to be a bit more vocal. I mean, he almost did a third. He almost scored a hat-trick. You know at, at Park Edge, you know, and it kind of puts into perspective, you know, what we had up front when we're relying on it, you know, a fullback to uh, to score two goals and possibly a stub. But saying that, Alfredo could have had a hat trick as well, because you know the one that was chopped off and and the two chances that he did have, which uh, we he could have he could have scored three. Tav could have had scored three. So it's it's all you know almost there, you know. A, a day late and a dollar short type day for us. We just never quite managed to get. <clears throat> I don't want to say the rub of the green. We we weren't as ruthless as we could be because I think if we'd have taken our chances yesterday, we would have won that game. So, you know, allied you know to the the pure madness that we had in defence. I don't think there was there was too much wrong we, with our overall performance yesterday. I thought Marellus was was actually quite good. He was putting himself about. Uh, he, he got on. Obviously, he scored the goal, which was then chopped off. He had a couple of chances. The one which came across to him at the back post—that that's a sitter for me, an absolute sitter. He should have uh, burst the net for that. Just a bit of composure. He just did a swipe at it. So you would say, you know, and on another day, we, we could have uh, we could have really pumped them. So as I said at the start, quite frustrating, but I don't think it was our worst day. At Parkhead, I thought there was a lot we got right in terms of uh, putting them under pressure, and and the fact that we created some ch- the chances that we did. So we would obviously like to have done more, but uh, I'm sure uh, we can correct a couple of things for, for the end of the month. But to go again,
1: we do, and I I think that's how I, how I feel. Um, kind of summed up there. That it's, um, we we weren't great but we were decent and it probably just weren't ruthless enough as you say, David I'm going to bring you in because for me this is the difference between both teams that one team, there's no much in between Rangers and Celtic Celtic are just more clinical and more ruthless at either end they tend to to make their decisions better um, for the most part Um, their defence and they will take their chances I want to bring you on in in the defence so we're talking about Tavernier I'll actually extend it to say I thought Barris had a decent game I know that's fucking blast with me right now with the Rangers support but I mean he he should have had two assists Um, a brilliant ball in for Tavernier I don't think he done too much wrong where we really let ourselves down to the second and third goal the two centre halves. And again, I don't think the two centre halves were poor yesterday, but it's just that decision making at the pivotal times, the unforced errors, uh Davies and Sutter, they've they've just sold the jersey.
0: Yeah, well you would have thought Davies had, had learned from Ryan Jack Uh the last game against him, where he where stopped the ball going out from a corner instead of pumping it into to, to Rose Ed. And it was exact same now. Why, why are you worried about not losing a corner? Just put it away for a corner and, and, and defend the corner instead of... I mean, he I mean, had two shots. It The first one, OK, he kicked it. And then he, went off, then he went after it. And why he's trying to header the ball back into play, I haven't a clue. I don't know what he's thinking about. That ball should just have been as far away as he could get it. And that, no, that's a mistake. And then you, you had the other goal. What what Suter was thinking about, I don't know, but it, it really started in front of that. The, the the I mean, we were actually. I think we were moving into Celtic's half when when they all of a sudden started passing it back the way, and then it came back to um, Souter and he decided not even to look where McGregor was just to, to pass the ball back. No, and I'm afraid McGregor's is uh, his attempt to run was 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 not very good. I think we. I think that's one thing that we we do need as a younger keeper. Aye, that can,
1: that's a side of where he is in his career, isn't it? That.
0: Yeah. I mean uh, the, the the guy gave him about four or five yards there start and still beat him to the ball. So now nah, that's uh but uh, but I mean uh, McGregor shouldn't have been put under that pressure to get that ball. It was it was absolutely shocking decision by by, by Suter to put it back. Uh, but that's the way it goes. It's, 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 I think if you look through the team now, I'm. I'm going to say Tavernier, a right back, 100 goals. I think mean, it's 101 now. Even that's un that's unheard of. That, I've never ever heard in my life a right back that scored 100 one goals for 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 a club. I mean, I don't understand why people are. He might not be the best defender in the world, but he's certainly not the worst. We've had one at Rangers. David uh, helped
1: uh, me a really a yeah. good comment in the comment section. He actually he, he marked uh, Maida who the game uh, yesterday. I thought I, yeah. I don't think Maida got anything.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I read that. I read what David had said, and um, but it, it, it's true. I mean, I mean, I know it seems to get a lot of stick, and um, I, I don't know whether it's. I, I mean, I, I see him talking to players, and I, I admit Goldson's probably um, more vocal. But uh, Tavernier, I mean, how often do you see him popping up at the back post? Or, 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 I mean, yesterday he was right back, and he's he, he's he's turning up in the left wing's uh, position to, to head into the net. Ah, it's, it's, I, I don't know. I don't understand why Tavernier gets so much stick. I really don't. And um, I I was against. Uh, I'm 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 really still against people getting taken in to the the what's he called? the 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 hall of fame uh before they stop playing for us because i think things can happen where where they, they, they probably wouldn't get back into the hall of fame but um no i think uh i, I think tavernier if the rest of his career goes okay then then it then should definitely have be been it but as i say i'm against before players stop i'm against people getting into the hall of fame no, i right. think it should be worth it, so. no, I, I'll bring you in can, can i just say one thing Celtic deserved this league. We just haven't turned up. It's, I, that's not the I, point. That's not the point. Celtic have played better than Rangers this year.
1: And and that's what that's what wanted like to come in the way around, David. And that's my, my my point in um covering like the like your thoughts in the centre half as because well, it's it is the fine margins and that's what's separating the two teams. It's consistency and fine margins, and that showed yesterday. And I thought yesterday was really it really surmised to Ranger season. Um because like we, we will play well for the spells, but we just don't have that that killer instinct that we had two, three years ago. Curry, what was your thoughts on on both center halves? And I'm, I'm seeing a lot of again, I, I need to say I'm glass half full of the best of times, right? So I I tend to tend to lean on the optimistic side. I'm not willing to write off Ben Davis or John Suter um after yesterday, but I'm seeing a lot of
4: For Memorial Day, get 15% off your borough purchase at borough.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at borough.com slash ACAST.
1: I'm more ruthless, center half pair and What's your thoughts on them?
3: I've right, got to apologize to everybody in chat because you all know me. You've known me for a while through different pods and phone ins and things like that. So you know my thoughts and how I usually go radio rental with players, especially with Rangers. I thought other than the two mistakes, I thought Suter and Devis was had a really good game. I thought I thought they did really, really well. There was a couple of instances where Bonabarasic he never stopped a cross coming in. He but he does that all the time. He put in some really good crosses, but I've said this time and time again. Born, born Borna Barisic, the same thing every time. Born, nobody there. This time we get in and we did get the goal, we, we'd in his we, we second. Uh, but how many goals is that? A hundred. 100 goals? 100 goals, aye. 100, 100 goals for goal. the angels, And he scored his 100th goal against that mob. So that was something special. So well done he'd have. But the, the back four were decent, except for the two mistakes. That's what cost us the game, was two mistakes and them being clinical. And that's what we don't have. And that's what cost us this season. That and certain players still getting picked time after time when they let themselves down, the club down, and the fans down, and they've been doing it the whole season, No, just that game. So it's just, um, as I say, disappointed with the result, but there's a lot of positives for next season. Hopefully, that's what I can. But I've seen with the core of players that did play well, I think will be a lot better next season and I think it'll be a proper proper title race next season uh, If Bill brings in the, the players that he wants on the same level as Raskin and I was going to say Tillman, hopefully Tillman but Cantwell and Raskin and obviously we've never seen Yilmaz, I, I was puzzled at that, why we've never seen him uh, but I think we'll talk, we'll, talk, we'll talk about the subs later on but I... Two bad mistakes, but overall, I thought they did pretty decent, and I know a lot of people, in the, especially after the game, I oh, thought everybody was going absolutely mental, and I was actually, even I was just like, whoa, I'm doing a wee bit. It's a bad day when you're telling people to take a step back. <laughs> Well, that's how I say, I let everybody think, I mean, no, they all know what I'm like, for, and for me to be optimistic is like, something that still usually harm. so... I don't know, what I think yesterday I, I, yesterday's result it did hurt a lot of people and they were angry and I think they've got a right to be angry uh, with a few things that happened and I think it's those just the performance that they're angry about that's obviously officiating they're angry about but it's the way that it happened that I think they're angry it was this is going to sound silly but Celtic didn't they win the game? Rangers lost it. It was they they it was the Rangers' in fault, they lost that game. And still take capitalised. But three points to them and it looks like the league is definitely well and truly gone. But you hope. Know. Uh
1: Davy Paul, I'll bring you in. Um, that's another good comment for for Davy Heard. Winners find a way to win, losers find a way to lose. Um and you know, I agree with I agree with David Thomas and Settlement that uh, you know the league table doesn't tell lies. I've always been a believer in that. And yesterday sums up where both clubs are at. Where I agree with Mark is I think we've we've seen the players yesterday who want who are up for the fight next season. Um, you know I'm going to single out Jack Rash and Camwell. I do think James Tavernier there is life in the old halls yet, um, but. We weren't chronical enough yesterday, so I'm going to ask you your thoughts on the, the other end of the pitch. Um have Morelos, Ryan Kent. It's both frustrating for different reasons. Uh, Morelos, he, maybe a bit harsh. It should have been on his roster sheet, but other than that, he should have done better. Ryan Kent, where do we even begin with him? And Gurry uh, did make that point earlier. We've seen this performance from him time and time again this season.
4: No, you, you, our performance from uh, our front players yesterday, Marellis, you know, we created chances. I think Kent was poor. I mean, he just was. He offered nothing. He was not getting on the end of things. He was, the runs he was trying to get stopped. He was just, I mean, there was a stage, you know, a couple of years ago when Ryan Kent was terrifying them. Uh, that That doesn't happen anymore. He just, he is not making the difference. We don't get the quality moments. You know which uh, will cut through them, and and end up leading us to chances which uh, we we hopefully score. But I think yesterday, I mean, obviously before the game, I'm I'm you know hoping Rangers win. We go in, and I thought we actually, in retrospect, you know, in trying to calm down a bit, we actually we did no bad. But the league was one. I mean, you look at the goal difference, Celtic have they're now in the seventies. You know, plus goal difference so over the 31 games that we have now played and they've accumulated a goal difference yesterday's you know defeat at parkhead was is fairly minor compared to the 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 whole campaign you know so they have you know they've only lost one in the whole campaign drawn two so we uh i don't think we should get angry i mean uh, Curry's mentioned, you know, supporters being angry yesterday. I just don't get that, that we get angry. Angry, certainly, the officials, but angry at our team. I thought our team went out yesterday with a good attitude, plenty of energy, they put lots of effort in, and we created chances, but for, you know, moments of madness, you know, up front in terms of the chances that we have not been ruthless enough and shooting ourselves on the foot at the back, that, that game could have gone the other way. So... That that's uh, progress for me, you know, compared to some of our, our visits to Parkhead recently. So I, I I can have you in that that light. So, of course, I'm disappointed. You know, absolutely. Yesterday, I was a. Uh, if I'd had a cat, I would have kicked her right out of that fence. But I, 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 and <laughs> the cat didn't. So, but in terms of uh, the forward line, we need more quality. It was it was just a lack of quality up front. Suicidal defending costs that game because we the, the difference is that the margin was very small yesterday, and that for me is uh, is better than we've done recently. So i I, I view it as progress.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, uh, sorry, Colin, just what just on top of what Davy's has uh, been saying, I think Raskin absolutely ruled the midfield yesterday. And if McGregor Wasn't given that license to kill and allowed to fill time and time again, then McGregor should have been off and Raskin absolutely ruled the midfield yesterday. That's one positive point that we can look forward to.
3: Colin, could I just pop in, mate?
1: Of course, mate.
3: A couple of things I've seen in the chat, right? Don't follow me, lads, because I know you follow the pods and all
1: that. That's why when somebody says, no offence, but you know you're going to get offended. Well,
3: oh, that's what it is. <laughs> I, I probably are going to offend them. But I don't mean that. Well, first of all, Callum's right. Callum sees right. He said, Defeat from then, Davey P, it's a scattergun. That's what it was yesterday. It was a pure scattergun reaction. And that's usually me that's included in that. I agree with Davey I I didn't think I thought the team were decent were they amazing No, but that's the best we've turned up against them for a season and a half so we can't even complain
1: Aye I, I think uh, there's probably you know that, this is where the the Rangers support um, and I include myself in this like, we can go from one extreme to the other we, it is difficult to clean out find the middle ground, um, you're either over or you're a happy clapper. I think at times I get called a happy clapper, but I'm not saying that yesterday is good enough if we play like we did yesterday, we've got to go and win the league next season. Um, I do agree with David P's sentiments that we see the progress and we're seeing the foundations for next season. Sorry, 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 Cole. No, you go, sorry, but... Aye, so, you know, if we, that core um, that that we're seeing the progress from and particularly the midfield, you know, if we if we build around them, then we have a solid foundation for next season. I don't think we need eleven new players, um uh, starting eleven. Um uh, eleven new players into that starting eleven. No, I people saying that I don't need <laughs> eight. <Aye. laughs> But, but you know what I mean? It's um, So there is still a huge rebuild. And yesterday, Disney make everything OK. But this was never going to... Michael B was never going to turn this around in, what, four months. It, it's impossible. I, I, I do think that there's definitely a balance to be had. With, we're not saying that getting beat after Celtic 3-2 is good enough. I think what we are saying is like, that it's signs of progress. Well, that's how I feel anyway, really
3: I well, see that... that... I think that's what I'm, I'm trying to say to people that's in the chat. I'm not saying that I'm happy with the performance and, and we, that we lost. I'm, everybody hates me for doing this, but I'm going to do it because I was fucking raging. I was absolutely livid. But the, the, the thing is, after the game, and everything settled down, and I looked at the game again, I've seen enough there to give me some hope. A few players, and obviously, there are players in there that don't deserve to be in our range the Rangers team. And we've spoken about one, and that's Kent. Kent is finished. I've been saying it for all oh, this season, I, I thought he's been garbage. Uh, I think everybody's starting to come around to my thinking and think the same. He chases the ball, he runs with the ball. He loses the ball. He gives the ball away. He passes the ball. He just stops. He doesn't make a, an extra run. He doesn't put in the effort. As soon so as he passes the ball, That's I'm, I'm done. Right, I don't need to run about anymore. I'm umpteen times I was like, move! Run into space! Goodbye, your man! No! He done nothing. He got the ball, run it by a couple of players and took the ball into someone and passed it back to midfield again. And I'm like, nah mate, the sooner you're gone the better, and and people were wanting him to stay why his stats don't want it the way he plays doesn't want it so why should he be offered a contract he he's stuck in the GVB mentality the same as Kamara Lonnie Bonabarisic, right? roof if you remember who that guy is. Put boy's
1: nothing. on the fucking hospital bed and you're slagging him, Jesus. Aye, but,
3: but chocolate man, aye. No. But you got another grass stain in his jersey, you put him out for four months. Probably a carpet burn. <laughs> but they're, they're the guys that are holding us back now. They're the guys that we need to try and get ready. If we get money, brilliant. If we don't, they still need to, they need to get out of the Rangers because they're the negativity that's still in that dressing room and it's no improving us as a team. We need players that are going to come in like Raskin and Cantmel. And Cantmel, you ever seen that earlier? Cantmel never had his best game. He was, he was all right, but that probably his poorest game I've seen him for the, the last six, but he's been man of the match in the, the last six games. So he, he obviously can't he keep it up all the time. Uh, so I've seen enough to be hopeful for next season, and I hope that Bill brings in the guys that he wants, and the, the dwarf Wilson can get the guys that he's asked for.
1: David. David Pollock, um I'm going to bring you in. I remember when Michael Biel first came in, you spoke time and time again about you want to see him have the killer edge, be ruthless, especially with this squad. Um, and I, I think he, he spoke time and time again about the overhaul that's got to come in the summer. And I think that'll tell you, Evan, you need to know about um, who he keeps and who he moves on, obviously within um, within reason. But um I think something that we do need to speak about is his use of subs and that's where the Boy Horizon he has spoken a lot of Carter times in the comments um about the about the substitutions he's made. What was your thoughts on how he managed uh, the rotation of players yesterday, particularly with Telmond run for Segala? What was your thoughts on it?
4: Rubbish. No, he was I, I think that the subs, you know, repeatedly from uh uh from Michael Beale, just seems uh, it seems crazy to me see when he's, he's bringing on Cholak and right you know with what, what what is he hoping to achieve I don't know what did he achieve absolutely nothing so but I think my main takeaway from the whole game yesterday you know having when the dust settles and I've stopped swearing then I, I think that the, the main takeaway for me was that we need more quality up front we don't have a cutting edge we don't have that you know killer instinct in front of goal when you, I mean, we need Jermaine Defoe, you know, from when the ball arrives, bang, goal. I mean, the, the chance that Morelos have, we need a striker of a calibre who will put that away. Whoever he is and wherever we ever have to go to get him, we need someone like that. Because, I mean, it's going to be the games against them and it's going to be European games. when we're not going to be dominating possession all the time. But those are the games that are going to define our season. So... That these are the. That's the type of player we need. We ha- and we have to push the boat out. You know, as Curry said. You know, there's. We've got a whole lot of players there, who are just absolute SPFL plodders, who we just have to get rid of. And you know, Scott Wright appears again. As soon as Scott Wright appears again, I knew the, I, know, I know the thing's done. So, and that's what we got. And we got Cholak yesterday. And did they make any difference? Any impact? Sakala whatsoever? Zero, nothing. So we obviously went with our best 11. You could see that. I mean, I, I named the team other than Goldson, you know, the middle of last week. So I knew what what, is, what our best team is, what players we're going to go with. And so when we start changing it from that, and the, the first 11, you know, we're, have come up short, the guys that we're going to replace them with, you know, will come up short too. So... I'm sure Michael knows this, though. I'm sure, and I knew it before before the game yesterday that we have to improve in, in certain aspects on, on the team, and I, uh, I just hope that the five names that he's given Ross Wilson, you know, will do the job. I think it's going to take a couple of transfer windows, but I think this summer in particular, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, you know, this summer in particular, we have to uh, we have to get the league title back. So. We've got the Champions League qualifiers uh, coming, you know. So all of that, you know, and, the, and the, the the money that that generates. So we have to try and get burst our arse, so that the the, the recruitment in the summer is going to be absolutely crucial. It You're probably right. was last year, but that's now done. But this year, more than it than ever before, we need to get it right because we need to get into Europe. We need to get into a group section, whether that's the Champions League, hopefully or the Europa League group section. We need it for the revenue. We also need enough quality to, to bridge the gap between us and them, and I don't think it's that huge, but we obviously we uh, we need to splash the cash where required. So this summer is absolutely massive. The, the whole, our, our whole season this year now depends on the game at the end of the month. So it's, it's down to one game to recover the situation from Which its- Just- being a complete fucking disaster con to at least achieving something.
1: Just to bring David T um and that's where on the subs back to that point um, you know David I, I would have liked to have seen Sakala involved yesterday and I think the game was going and did need to at some point a wee bit of pace, a wee bit of direction and that just that raw um, proudness that he does bring um, David David P's mentioned about the you know that we need to add depth and I think that's what Celtic have over us. So I can't blame Bill too much for 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 the subs, if I'm being honest. Also the ones at the end of the game, but like Scott Wright on some stuff like when they, the players are starting to tire, we do need to add fresh lives and you can only pish for the cock you've got. But Sicarlow so and for Tillman, I don't think that's as terrible a decision as what others are saying. What was your thoughts on his game management?
0: Well, I thought I thought in the first half Ryan Kent should have been taken off halfway through the first half and and So, brought on
1: that's fair. Aye.
0: so that was that was my first thought. Um no, I, I mean the one thing, I mean, why wait to the to the seventieth minute to make a change? I, I didn't understand that. I think a change should have been made far quicker. And um, we were chasing a goal. I don't understand why he took off uh, Tillman, to be honest with you. I think there was other players that could have been taken off. The one thing, if we'd have played Sakala at the beginning of the game, from the start, it would have probably uh, yeah. held back Taylor from getting forward more, because uh, Sakala, obviously he, Sakala's far quicker than, uh, than Tillman is, and Tillman sort of a, yeah stays out in the left, stays out in the right, uh, just cuts in a wee bit. So Sakala might have... have, have uh, put him back, plugged him back further, so that 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 could have been a a way. But then then you get at the end of the game, you're chasing a goal and you bring on John Lundstrom. Yeah, sorry, that 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 just that's that's when I I went. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and kick the cat or something like that. So <laughs> because, uh, I go, hope I'm the
1: SSPCA to... are not fucking watching with all these cats <laughs> getting kicked. By the way, <laughs> I've not got a cat. By the way, so <laughs>
0: I wouldn't do that. Um, but no, that's uh, I, I just uh, don't, yeah, and then right, yeah, i would given up. Sometimes, sometimes he, he he gets a sort of a um, a, 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 a wee run and uh, and, and and he yeah, is quite quick. But see that that's the thing I think we I mean we're talking about Kent and I, I didn't really get a chance, but see I just think Kent's lost his speed. Am, am I the only one that thinks that? He, he doesn't seem to be able to pass a player on the outside
1: anymore. I think he's no, just lost his confidence. It's his decision making for me. It's the speed of thought. I thought, know how quickly he moves.
0: Yeah, that's possible. But it it, it just doesn't seem to, to get past players the way he used to and uh, I I don't know what's happened to him.
1: Mark, I'm going to bring you in, David P alluded to it. all eyes are on the game at the end of the month. Um and again, not to be um too happy clapper as what well. I have been labelled in the past. I do I do think I've seen enough yesterday that we can take the game uh, to them um at the end of the month. I think in Thursday what we what the question I put to all the podders what that were on is what will this result mean? for the game in the semi-final. I think a one would have gave us massive confidence and it would have really laid a marker alone. Celtic, we've not quite laid a marker, but I think we've made them sit up and think that you know Rangers can give them a game. Where we really need to address is we just need to stop switching off at the, at the wrong times and we'll be okay. What's your thoughts on it?
3: As I said... I'm hopeful now. I've seen enough. I'd like to ask the chat something. Hopefully some of you can answer this if he's one. Uh I'm looking at the comments. Somebody made a comment and I can't find it now. Sorry. Uh let me just have a little look. Sorry about this guys. But basically it's we, there it's their Scottish lad who said we lost the game because of two major defensive errors and an extremely dodgy ref. No, do you agree with that, or do you think it was more than that? That Ranger were absolutely rubbish. That's what I want to know for the, the chat. Do they actually think? How how do they see it? How, I mean, is it, am I being am I being too optimistic? thinking that we we've got a chance. That,
1: that That's that's what happens when you come on and start podcasting with me, mate. You end up pissing rainbows because I'm that optimistic
3: and they must be infections. <laughs> Shitting shit rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> no more curries for me. <laughs> uh, but I, I've seen enough. David Peak came out with a, a cracker. As soon as you seen Scott Wright and and Monstrum going on, the game was over. We were never going to win. Mal, well, this is a concern for me and it's that that's three three occasions now. It's been bad decisions and it's been bill. And that's on Scott Wright that offers nothing new as somebody said he runs about a lot and then falls over. He was on that park, he did nothing. Sakala so should have been on for the start, as I said, and once from the first time he got the ball, runs up the side and loses it, gives the ball away. So it's just, I thought his subs were pretty bad. And as you said, it's as you said, Colin, you can only peer at the the willy that you've got. So I suppose, but I would have brought, I thought this was that game at that point was screaming out for Arfield. I think, no, I I think he would have offered more. And David T's right, I know Kent should have been half. I wouldn't have said during the first half but he should have come out for the second half because he was absolutely he was, he was rotten he, he, he offered nothing and I don't know
1: and it's with just, the lead done the, and, like, it's, and MD that was listening on Thursday they know my thoughts that. the lead was done regardless we wanted to make Celtic work for it this is the this is the time where you know well we're seeing difference. We're seeing young man's coming in. We should be able to see Lowry if he's back for him coming in instead of Ken. Maybe even playing. Don't fucking shoot me down, listeners. But Rabbi Matondo he's still a Rangers player. You can't tell me that. Like against the Monday next week, we can just start trying different options. Um, instead of Ken, we've got we've got one game left of the season. Hopefully, too, if that game goes well, we. So we should start beginning build for next season but gentlemen that's been a very very quick hour Davy really? is that
3: an hour in. already?
1: that's an hour already Davy last point you always do this every time I try and wrap up come in
3: <laughs> will
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll well, be here uh, like fucking half ten so we will
0: Curry Curry just made a statement there um, when he said they come on when the game is over and that that really frightens me because Remember the the last game against them, they brought on three subs right at the end, and they changed the game. They got the 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 was a draw at that time, for them. And we look at our bench to, to try and get a goal. We need a goal, and we've got Scott right there. We've got and as Curry said, the game was over. The, if, if there's still seven eight minutes left, the game shouldn't be over. We should we should still be able to go out and try and get a goal in that seven eight minutes. Look at the the, the amount of times that they've scored in the 90th or, or the even the hundredth minute. They don't give up, and that's the way that we we just a, we don't have the players to, to to bring on to be a danger. But we seem to do. We seem to have that thought in our head: the game's over, we've lost, and
1: we need to change that. And a few people saying, you know, had Janis Hadji on the bench as well, and Hadji, I feel, it, you know, it's, it's these guys who I think we, we need to start doing, trying a wee bit something different. I think mean, we're, we're getting there with the back four, the midfield starting to take shape, So, but we're going to need to add to that forward line, that number 10 position and the sighting position. So let's start trying out the players we've got in and then we know definitely who we're getting ready for the summer. Colin,
3: but, we never even mentioned Morelos.
1: Ah uh, well we've said all the way through that if you know, he's <laughs> like, his best finishing was at the beginning and then I um it <laughs> he, he has today better with the chances as go. Um but I think maybe we'll we'll keep the Alfredo on conundrum for Thursday then. Um <laughs> right, let's um we'll wrap it up. So gentlemen, um we're gonna be back for the preview against St Mirren on Thursday. So we'll do our predictions then. But I'm going to come round, he's all, and ask you for a goodbye to the listeners and I'm going to press you for a man of the match yesterday. Catch us off, David Bollock. Thanks for coming on, mate.
4: Well, it was good to be back on and uh, get a few things off my chest, which is always uh, a good thing. But as for a man of the match, the best Rangers player, gosh, I, I would think it would probably be uh, I'd have to go with Todd Cantwell again because I thought Todd's attitude is absolutely spot on. He is uh, everything, he's got technical ability and he's got plenty of attitude. Uh, and so it would be between, between him and Raskin, but I think Todd. There was one moment, you know, when he was at the far side of the pitch when he's getting closed down, you know, just a bit on the touchline, just a bit outside our box, and he managed to uh, do a wee shilly shally and ended up coming through. Both of them with the ball and off he goes. Uh, I I think he, his pass ended up going to one of them right enough, but but that I think you know his technical ability, he's a, a step up in quality of what we had. And it's players of that standard that are going to help get us out of this hole. So more Todd Cantwells, please, Ross, if you're watching.
1: I'd, I'd take a team of Todd Camwells i tell you that um, David Thompson thanks very much for coming on mate um, say goodbye to the listeners and tell us who was your man in match for yesterday yeah thanks for
0: having me and thanks for everybody listening in um, no doubt we'll, we'll, we'll get super numbers this week with the, the amount of uh, their what that will tune in
1: Hey, um, how you yeah. feel they're great on Washed <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. Um okay but um, I, I I think I, I, somebody just said the uh, raskin around the midfield. Are you drunk, David? No, I'm no, I I really think he bossed Callum McGregor, and if it wasn't for McGregor pulling him down uh, all the time, and which he should have been sent off for, then I I really think he raskin had a great game. Maybe not great, but better than than we've seen. But I really have got to give Tav uh, man of the match for for the the goal alone. Uh, was was absolutely brilliant. The two goals absolutely fantastic. But that that free kick, that that was just uh. I mean, I right back, hundred and one goals, unbelievable, unbelievable.
1: So, I'm going with Tav. No, um, that's a good show mate, and thanks for coming on. Last but not least, Curry, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Say goodbye to the listeners and tell them why you've picked Ryan Kent as your man of the match. Do yourself off mute first, my man. Channeling your inner Davey T there.
3: Fanny! <laughs> Can't believe it was me! Oh, God, what a fud. Oh, dearie me. Right, I'm just right. whatever. Right, thanks everybody in chat for coming in. I love coming in here. I love seeing everybody's thoughts. Uh, obviously, not everybody agrees with me. And I hope I've no pissed... Too many people off the night. I'm hopeful that we can do something. I really am. my um, marry the match, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's Tavernier, an Raskin, and Cantmel, I thought were up there, but Tavernier. I need for for that free kick alone. I would need to get gate to him, and I hope that 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 is him setting a standard now for maybe next season, I'm hoping anyway. Because it's no doubt he will be still here and he will be the captain. So if he can do that, fair enough. Uh, could I Also, could I give the Celtic man of the match, please?
1: I wonder who that's going to be. I
3: think we can all guess who the Celtic man of the match was. oh Actually, there was four four Celtic man of the matches, was there? There was the one in black and the four... Divies and the, the, the VR checks, that's who their man of the match was, it's bad enough playing against the, 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 60,000 behind their back, but when they've got 60,000 and four, which chance you got? but hey-ho, at least we wake up tomorrow still with Rangers yeah. report or something, well, They never they did.
1: did say, say it would only be Celtic fans inside Parkhead, so they say, Aye. say it to the Um I'm gonna give it a heartbreak um for James Tavenier for man of the match. I thought Cam mm-hmm. and Rash and they they done a lot of, it, was, it wasn't the best games, but they were good shouts. But I need you to and uh, echo that your point there that if he takes that for him in the the rest of the season next season then we've got the, the you know the the right back back that we need. Um so that's all for us folks. I'll be back um tomorrow morning with the daily news update for the members so a massive thank you to everybody who's um, joined the members for a pound a month um, it is really really appreciated but even if you, you don't want to do that it really helps us massively if you find, find us a like, a subscribe, whatever you get your pod, we do really appreciate um, the support so just to echo what Curtis is might have lost the battle but we're still the people in the end so Paul, enjoy the rest Paul, of your Paul, Sunday.
3: Colin, one minute
1: one minute <laughs>
3: You're doing well, your inner I, DVT here. I, I, this is my inner DVT. I can feel it. It's like crawling at the back of me. Just to let everybody know, uh, Colin does an fa- absolutely fantastic morning thing for all the subscribers. Uh, and this is like early doors. I said before I've even got out and farted in bed. It's that early in the morning. And it is top quality but he brings. And it's... I'm begging here, <laughs> I don't care it's 99 pence see if you've got, do you have anything spare? Get a wee help out, it? it'd be absolutely fantastic, thanks and good night. Ah uh, well that's me going to bed with a beamer
1: and a hard on <laughs> cheers for that Curry. Uh on that note folks, have a good one and we'll speak to you all tomorrow morning Take care <laughs>